Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 613 for the week of January 8th, 2022. It is the first stream of 2022. Welcome to the new year. We are here to bring you the news and reviews and stuff about RPGs. And I'm out of And coffee. lots of sick people. <laughs> I was going to say, like, two thirds of the cast feels like ass today. Yep. <laughs> Apologies. We'll, we'll let you guess who you it get is. get to guess who. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell. Who's got a little chip on their shoulder because of how sore their shoulder. <sighs> how are you doing? How's the new year, everybody? How are you? How's the new year, Kelly? Hi, Kelly. Um, it, Aside from the head full of mucus and the crippling fever, it's been great. Ooh, crippling Ooh. fever. No, no, before, I, I know everybody's thinking it before anybody asks. It's not the Rona. It's the Rona. No. Um, no, no, no. It's Corona. Put put it this way: Next time we have people over for Christmas, they're gonna have to like go through a screening first because well, we we believe we got this from our mother-in-law. That's and... why it's Corona. Uh, it was strep throat. That's what she says. Her, it could have been anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my my husband had it, and then I had it. I'm not mad at him, by the way, for giving it to me because you know we live in the same space, so of course we're gonna catch you each other. Unforgivable. Terms. You should have him so, in <laughs> in the second twin bedroom. The twin bed in your bedroom should be split during the sickness. Um, well, you should always be sleeping in separate beds anyway, you disgusting modern people. And then you should be moved to the, the dog's room downstairs during the length of his sickness. And um, I honestly well, first, don't know. Technically, the downstairs is the cat's room. Cause well, that's no, the cats out. own the house, Kelly. Yeah. I don't think you realize that. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. I should have just slept in the basement while he was sick. But I didn't no, think about it. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> I think you're 100% right. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what would be the 1950s sitcom rules here? I think um, you need to go sep- stay with your mother. Separate beds. I know that... Uh, I, I think the first TV couple that were ever shown um, sharing the same bed was the Munsters. Hey, so. just so you know, you're being diagnosed in the chat. <laughs> Actually, I had not refreshed the stream yet, so I don't even see the chat room. You too. Right now. <laughs> you too can be asked about ass swelling by coming to the. Um... <laughs> That's a good typo, Tim. Uh, by coming to the chat <laughs> live, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh, welcome to the show. Kelly. Yeah. And... I can tell you're out of it because you put your games in the wrong block. Oh, I did? Yeah. Apparently you're a guest this week. Oh, lovely. Lovely. What Here have you go. been playing? Well, I got Guardians of the Galaxy for Christmas among a, ha- a handful of other games, but got Guardians was the one that of I was the Galaxy. I I was that was the one that I was looking forward to most to playing, so I played through that pretty much and got through it pretty much within a week and that now, wait a is second. easily what Didn't I- didn't you and your husband both get Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, it, it was actually <laughs> hilarious because he opened my copy. Um, I, I gave him, I got him the deluxe edition because it was dirt cheap, and then he busted out laughing and then handed me the PS5 version. <laughs> um, 
and he he is only like barely scratched the surface of it because he he booted it up and got through that opening room and then got, got sick and hasn't felt like messing with it since versus me where i think i blew through it that first week and just, just that opening room alone has so many easter eggs and like Every single room in Peter Quill's house, I would go into photo mode, mode and just zoom in on stuff and see what kind of stuff they hid in there. Um, I, I took a picture of his tape collection on my Twitter, and they went as far as to make fake band names based off of real bands for his tape collection. So there's p- Pistols and Tulips, Slayer um, ah. instead of Slayer, uh, White Serpent instead of White wow. Snake. It, a whole cavalcade and some of them i can't tell who they're parodying but there's also a bunch of marvel easter eggs in the tapes like a a tape that's uh bucky barnes greatest hits you know winter soldier um uh, a tape called excelsior you know just just all kinds of cool stuff and then getting into the gameplay itself I, yeah, Josh was joking on on our private Discord chat about um, how weird it is to be in a fight fighting with um, Rick Astley playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it has this gigantic select, a fairly extensive selection of like seventies and eighties tracks. Like they they obviously spent a bunch of money on licensing music for the game. Yeah, but but it's a it's a real odd assortment of stuff. You know, there's Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry. <laughs> Which has a whole segment dedicated to it, mm. <laughs> which I don't know if you got to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got to that part. Okay. Um, so I wasn't getting a lot of the songs that I like. Like the, fir- the first huddle was Def Leppard, which I'm like, okay, this is already my favorite game ever, um, <laughs> playing Def Leppard in the huddle. And then I kept getting weird stuff like t- Tainted Love, yes. um, Wake Wake me up before you go. Yes, it's just kind of funny. Every song um, you've said you got in a huddle, I am here for. <laughs> um, d- don't worry, be happy, which yep. is also kind of weird. And of course, Rick Astley never going to give you up. Which when that finally happened, I had to record it. I was like, yes, it happened. <laughs> um, also, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister. That was the, one of the more cool huddles. Yeah, and. The ship alone, they do so much cool stuff with. They're like, there's one time Rocket's pissed at you, and you go to your little music player, and you can pick whatever songs you want, and Rocket yells at you, like, no music right now! And Peter's like, okay, jeez! And th- that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> the The dialogue between the characters in the game is just what made it for me. Just the, oh. just the snappy banter between them all constantly. And, and after a while, it does get annoyed when it's repeating, especially when a fight's dragging on for a little bit longer than it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, the dialogue is just really good. And God, I going through like the space, the nowhere space station. Mm-hmm. I was all right. I was just like, I'm afraid I'm going to miss stuff. <laughs> There's so much in it. Like they, 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 they did a great job with it. What's like it? Got me so excited. I had a coughing fit. Ah, I'm like, what happened? She disappeared. Because <laughs> I had to mute it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his mom stepped on a Chewbacca. 
and that Chewbacca plays into the game later too. Um, nice. What is it's really hard not things? to talk about? Oh, there's so the- many of these posters. I want to know what they're parodies of. Is Fur Things supposed to be Gremlins? Yeah, Fur Things is supposed to be Gremlins. Okay. Um, we shouldn't do this. One of them. <laughs> The, legitly, the only poster that's in that room that's legit is Tron. Okay. Because, of course, Disney. Disney, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also why Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, what a cool, cool opening. And the, the photo mode is so fun to play with. Because um, not only can you kind of look around and just see anything, but you can also um, pop in whatever character you want and pose them. <laughs> so you can pull off any any photo with rocket that you want yeah yeah and uh oh god what else so some of the games hard to talk about without getting into spoilers because there's there's obscure marvel characters that pop up mm-hmm. um i i know cosmo isn't really considered a spoiler uh yeah, i liked all, all, all the trailers <laughs> yeah yeah and he has puppies and the puppies are cute. <laughs> the wait, lost wait. Star Walker. I love that poster so much. <laughs> All right, we should talk about something else. <laughs> what else did you play, Kelly? <laughs> um, but so I I finished Guardians pretty quick, and then I've been playing Astria Ascending, mm. which is uh oh I didn't even notice that video game Power Magazine. <laughs> So, um, Astria Ascending, is that a Kemco game? No, okay. it's, I have Sounds no like idea. a Temco title. <laughs> it's a very Vanillaware-inspired game. It's a little bit of Vanillaware, a little bit of Valkyrie Profile, where it's 2D side-scrolling, and you're, you're kind of going through the levels and you slash at enemies and then get into a turn-based fight. Um, you're playing as eight characters that are demigods that are trying to figure out why there's dissonance in the world. Because I guess everybody in this world eats these things called harmelons that creates harmony. And there are people that are rejecting the harmony. Mm. Mm-hmm. And something tells me that these hard melons are going to be mind controlling people or something. Um, I've just been waiting for the other shoe to drop. In that yeah. Regard. Yeah. One of those but, things you can see coming a mile away, but it's, it's a really beautiful RPG and the turn-based fight is fights have been really fun. Um, very, very kind of old. Oh, school. is this the one with the lizard people that look uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of the, character designs in that game they've got that that recent mortal Kombat method of making people stand in a way that's unnatural and untenable (laughs) yeah like you see how some of those characters have boots that don't look like boots so it's like what happened to your feet (laughs) um something that i call fire emblem awakening syndrome Mm -hmm. not quite as bad as awakening but yeah it's it's definitely not natural looking yeah it looks off and I, I will admit that the characters kind of like constantly gyrating while they're standing still is also a little bit distracting. Why are their thighs so big? Um, that's the vanillaware style. That's but the, it's not vanillaware. The, I know, but they're they are <laughs> doing their damnedest to emulate it. That is so weird how that armor moves versus their this everything. Man, 
Everything's exaggerated. I'm very in a uncomfortable ways. watching this game. Oh, this guy's. <laughs> oh, his waist. Ow. <laughs> that guy's waist was way too small. But it's very. It's a very pretty game, and oh, thus far, it's been very charming. Um, because like all the characters have a, a base job and then a sub job that, or a yeah, a sub job that they can um tree into. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really neat cut character customization, and then the battle system itself is turn based, but it's also loosely inspired by Bravely Default, where if you hit weak points, you get these. Um, you can hit the shoulder buttons to like increase how much damage you do. So it's very strategic, and then uh, you know if if you kind of get sick of some of the main battles because you do there's a lot. Of of exploration too you can also drop it down to easy mode where everything pretty much dies in one hit so it, it's got a lot of options um to play through and it's, it's been a really charming game thus far you know, you know despite some of its flaws because yeah the voice acting is a little bit corny and it, and yeah you're right some of the character models are off but i've been enjoying my time with it so far um and Yuna in the chat room says that it is on Game Pass, so you might want to check it out, Josh. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, maybe give a couple a chapter or two. Or try to add, see if add you it like to the it. long list of things I need to try on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do your characters keep changing, or are their armor being updated? Um, when they get their job, oh. they change. Ah, okay. nifty. And you have eight, eight characters to swap out. So you, you, there's just really kind of a lot of customization with the fighting going on. Um, there, there's also a version of Triple Triad in it that's very addicting. It's tri- it's basically Triple Triad, but with hex-shaped uh, tokens mm. instead of cards. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So I, I've been playing a lot, but that's all that I've really focused on. Um just playing stuff for backtrack and just being kind of all over the place and then being sick and not wanting to play it anything. Just wanting to like slowly survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. J- just a little bit. A lot of sleeping. That's oh man. Sure. That stinks. Yeah. This, this isn't the worst I've ever felt though. I don't, I don't think anything will top me getting back from Japan and catching the flu and having to deal with a 12-hour plane ride. Yeah, yeah. The Combine the sick with the uh, jet lag. No fun. Yeah. Yeah, that that sucked. And, and that was before the Rona virus, too. So I can't imagine it being... Well, it was already awkward enough coughing up a lung next to people where you on a cramped plane. Yeah, yeah. Now it'd be uh, <laughs> especially bad, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. You get the death glare. <sighs> but that's all I've been playing. So, Chris, have you been uh, waiting in queues over the Christmas break? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I, uh, we, Anna Marie and I picked up the Pokemon games, uh, uh, Brilliant Diamonds, Shining Pearl, and we played through that. We did a Nuzlocke, um, and we failed a Nuzlocke each. So so can you explain to the dummy like me what is the nuzlocke? Well, um generally it's based it's if a pokemon f- 
faints, you basically consider them dead and don't use them for the rest of the game. You can oh, either so release them emblem. or shove it's them into a box and emblem. never touch I it. it. I get it. Yep. So I made a I made a uh, a, a box named Valhalla, and whenever my warriors <laughs> fail, I sent them to Valhalla. Um. Yeah. The uh, the then there's capture rules. Usually, like you get to you get you know on your first encounter, if it's a new Pokemon you don't have before and you haven't caught before, you get one chance to try and catch it. Um, but that can vary. So we mm-hmm. we were more lax in that. Like if if you've already seen it or you already have that one, it, the one that counts is like the first time that it's a new one, and then you can go even crazier from there. We uh. Um, we failed at the elite four. Each of us, <laughs> we got our butts <laughs> handed to us because we thought we were prepared and we were being very careful and we were very ready. And we're like, okay, I'm. Uh, it's time to finish this game because we felt done. Like I'm tired of living under this pressure, and it it did not go well. Ooh. <laughs> I got stomped by the the third guy, just and then wiped by the one after that, or something like that, and uh, it did not go well. <laughs> You didn't even fail where I thought you was going to. Yeah, when I, I was didn't even make it to non. Cynthia. Yeah. Oh, it was not good. Because I, I was just I was not even doing a Nuzlocke and Cynthia was giving me issues. Yeah. So then it was like, I can either, I've can i got Pokemon in my box. I can rebuild the team and train up and try this again. Or we said, no, <laughs> I'm just going to do this for regular and be done with this Nuzlocke because... I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I was at. And I just, with items and healing between matches and stuff, like, not even a problem. Like, <laughs> oh, someone fainted. I revived them. We're fine. Like, just smoked the 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 uh, the Elite Four slash champion without problems once, you know, the Nuzlocke rules were gone. Um... And then I uh, did all the post game and more post game and more post game. Uh, uh, not quite as much post game as like Sword and Shield, but like um, so much grinding for these rare stones in the mining to oh, to yeah. catch all the the legendaries. So I got all them eventually, and um, for some reason I just kept playing it because like I like how I don't have to think. I'm just gonna mine and catch legendaries, and then I caught them all, and I'm said. I like not playing this anymore, so I'm not playing it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't touched it since I got all the legendaries. I think there's a couple other things I could do, like go get Heatran, and there's some story with Lucas and his brother I could do if I figure out how to trigger it. And I I think I'm done with with, with Diamond Pearl. Maybe I'll touch it again if they add some stuff with patches or once Pokemon Home includes it so I can pull Pokemon over into Sword and Shield or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> um, with that out of the way, um, I said, okay, uh, what am I going to do next? And everybody was talking about Final Fantasy XIV again for various other reasons. And I've been hearing it for like a month nonstop ever since the expansion came out. And I said, screw it. I'm going to play it. So I installed fourteen, And uh, yeah, I have, uh, I have a subscription to fourteen again. And I've been playing that. And I'm still in Shadowbringers content. Still haven't finished the base Shadowbringers content because there's just that much of it. <laughs> so gobs and gobs of it. There's so much of it. <laughs> I think I'm only level seventy one. Yeah, I'm level eighty, but like um it's gonna be a while. 
um, because then there's, you know, five patches of content to do after that. And then there's the, you know, the new expansion after that. And I'm already getting like, I just, this is good. I like the story. I love what's going on here. But also, I'm a little fatigued. I just want to do some mindless stuff. And it's hard to play 14 mindlessly when you're going through the story because, like, it's so that's much better the, if you're that's engaged. All the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's all story. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with that. And, like, so I'll sit down, like, oh, I don't really want to start another quest chain. And then by the end of it, I'm like, that was a really good quest chain. <laughs> 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 but it's like, it's just this constant up and down, like, I just want to grind some tombstones and I can't even do that yet. So like, uh. <laughs> and like technically I shouldn't, once I get to that point in Shadowbringer content, I shouldn't because I should be focusing on the next expansion afterwards. And <clears throat> I just, I don't think I have it in me to try anyway. It doesn't matter much because every, t- Oh wow. This is the lowest I've seen the queue ever since coming back to this game. Queue is currently 35 players which I did not expect. Um, no. So I thought this was going to be funny. I'd leave it on the queue, stream, queue screen for this stream, but uh, I will actually cancel that because it will actually cause problems with our stream setup because uh, <laughs> it likes to own the video card. Um, but the uh, queue times have usually been anywhere from 1,400, or queue lengths have been anywhere from 1,400 to 3,300, I think I saw it up to one night because I took longer to sign in after work than the other nights, and uh, so I was further behind the queue. So most of my 14 experience, besides the up and down of like, I just want to do something mindless, but I can't because it's 14 and it's too good, um, is I sign into the queue, I see, oh, another 1,700 member queue, and I go to the living room and watch an episode of Columbo and come back, (laughs) and then uh, the queue's down to maybe three or 400. (laughs) Another half hour after that, I can be in the game. What has amused me is that they can't just buy new servers right now because of the chip yeah. shortage. So what did they do last week? They announced that they're going to get into NFT gaming, which That's... is the reason why there's a chip shortage. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, NFTs is not why there's chip shortage, but crypto mining is, right? So the... I, I thought it's it part one of had it. to do with the other. Eh. There's other th- reasons for the chip shortage besides mining, but yeah, it's certainly not helping. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, but, you know, the good part is the CEO has no idea what he's talking about, so hopefully the people in charge of the game will be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, like, hey, this is the hot thing that helps your stock go up in the in the gaming space, so we'll go out and we'll announce we're going to do that too. Yeah, and then uh, all of a sudden the stock with actual gamers goes down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, well those the... two things are not necessarily linked. What 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 the Wall Street thinks is good and what gamers thinks is good. No, yeah. Uh, obviously not linked. Otherwise, that announcement would have happened. But um, yeah, let's. We're not going to talk about NFTs because that's a long discussion, and then I have to try and convince you that there is a there potential use for NFTs. And nobody wants to hear it right now. And so it's like, you nah. know what? I'll just I'll just wait until some of those potential uses actually come to fruition because they ain't there yet anyway. So it doesn't matter if they're good uses. All the uses right now are real bad. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not with the herd. As a digital artist, I see the potential in NFTs. But it's, right now, it's just the Wild West, and everybody's just seeing it as a buzzword. Yeah, it's it's bad right now. So hopefully someday we'll get useful NFTs. But uh, that day is not today. So let's yep. just um, let's not chase after NFTs. Just have a checkbox to have NFTs on your box. <laughs> <laughs> But Q time, so they they all you, oh, you, that's right. You said that you're still in the story content. Yep. So I get in, and then I do my story stuff, and then eventually I stop, and then uh, that's it. That's fourteen. It's single player RPG like normal, except it's an MMO with a Q time to play my single player <laughs> game. Because <laughs> you know that's how things should work. Twenty twenty two. Well, maybe Square will fix that with their their next MMO, and they'll just release it as a single player game. Maybe well, we'll get that. Maybe one. they'll come but back. That's... Maybe they'll take an old MMO and release it in a single player mode. Josh, that would be maybe, cool, right? Maybe, maybe, and yeah, then, that would like, be. And like people who couldn't play it online for like region restrictions would have a chance of playing it. Maybe, oh, maybe, but we're, maybe, maybe we're we're won't. in to get the news. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Guys, you're making too much sense right now. Yeah. All right, uh, Josh. What have you played? Uh, not too much because I was away for like a week and a half and all I had was my Switch. So I did finish off Persona 5 Strikers, which that was good. Um, it, it wouldn't be a Persona game if it wasn't probably a touch too long, but nowhere near as egregious as original Persona 5. And I had a really good time with it. Like it was a fun story. The combat was really well done. The the incorporation into a... Uh, you know, from a turn-based game into an action sort of Musou-ish game was really well done, and I just enjoyed it from start to finish. I, I was really surprised. But after Sam talked so highly of it, I was like, well, I had to give it a go. <laughs> um, that is free on PSN this month, so I, I downloaded it from my PS5, and I might check it out there. Um, that way I get better load times than on the Switch. Yeah, better load times. And, I like, it was fairly decent performance on the switch there are a handful of times you know in some of the boss battles or some a couple of the times where there were just tons of enemies on screen where it would kind of chug a little bit but they they did a fairly decent job making it work well on switch although i'm sure that would be better on ps5 running the ps4 version like like pretty much everything yeah the p you get a ps5 or xbox and it just spoils you for even even the switch just feels really slow and sluggish for load times it's just like oh man i gotta wait so long yeah that the load times have definitely spoiled me um so, so now every time something comes out i've got to balance convenience for uh portability mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough decision sometimes yeah yeah it is and so like for Christmas, I got a uh, an iPad as a gift, so I'm like looking through. I'm kind of like play, you know, futzing around with Apple Arcade games, trying to figure out something to play on there. And I'm like, I looked online, you know, like I'd looked at the the Pixel remasters earlier that are on uh, mobile, and I'd originally been kind of like disappointed that they didn't have uh, controller support, so you couldn't play them on. Like I have an Apple TV, oh, I was going to play them on do there. They? Oh, for no. sake. Why? No. 
I, I, you know, like, yeah, that that's one where you like, like, why on earth? You know, the game had, and it has controller support on Steam. It's not like they they've redone them only for iOS or something uh, like that. Like, no, the game has controller support on Steam. It's just they 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 don't support it on mobile. I don't know why, but I was like digging around and I looked and I found out that at least the mobile version, the Pixel Remaster versions, don't don't force you to use the terrible on-screen uh, D-pad. They have an option for just tapping on the screen and just tapping where you want to go. And I played around with that in some in Fantasia playing that on the iPhone. And that was not, you know, it's not as good as and satisfying as having a controller, but it's not as ass as using, a, uh, <laughs> using one of those terrible virtual D-pads. So I was like, okay, well, I've, I've never played five. Because five has always been—it's always seemed like the black sheep of the 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 SNES Final Fantasy releases, and I don't know. I got into this thing where, um, I remember like Final Fantasy VIII was like the first Final Fantasy game I played. I got in way late, and I I kind of fell off on Final Fantasy VIII, and I tried to come back and play Final Fantasy VII many years later, and it just didn't really grab me. And then for years, I could just kind of like you know, kind of ignored and shunned Final Fantasy IX because I was just like, well, I didn't like, you know, I wasn't crazy about seven or eight. So nine, you know, it's just another of the, you know, the the PS1 Final Fantasies. I wouldn't be interested in that. And then I played it a couple of years ago and just absolutely adored nine, you know. So so like I, I kind of had the same thing where I played Final Fantasy four years ago when they released that PSP version of it. And I, I the with Final Fantasy IV, I think part of the problem was is I had spent so many years hearing people talk about how that's like, you know, their favorite SNES game, the the best Final Fantasy game, go on and on and on and heap the praise on it. And I played when I played it, it was just like, eh, this is this is, you know, okay. <laughs> and it kind of like led me to kind of being kind of kind of feeling like, eh, maybe, maybe the SNES ones aren't for me. So I've like decided like, oh, I should you know, after after really digging Final Fantasy IX a couple of years back, I'm like, I decided like I really ought to go back and play some of the other ones. You know, mm-hmm. like that yeah. is the thing about Final Fantasy; all of them are different. You know, just because you don't care for one doesn't mean that you may, you know, you may held the teams that made them were often quite different between them. So they're they're quite a bit different. So I don't know. I picked it up for on iOS, and I don't. I haven't gotten very far. I've just gotten to the point where you can finally start swapping around and playing with the job system, but. Um, we're playing it on iOS is not too terrible. Like I said, with the, the tap to where you want to move to, cause I can just kind of like take the stylus and like, okay, yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there and I don't have to hold down a, you know, hold down a button or don't have to use the terrible, uh, virtual D pad. So that works. Okay. The game looks great on, on, especially on an iOS screen. Like, man, it, it just like the, the way they managed to change the, you know, like I heard someone else on a different podcast talking about like, you know, like they they really did a great job of capturing the way you think games look like on the SNES and, and the way they've they've redone the pixel art on this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it just looks fantastic. I miss it, I miss kind of the high res monster designs of the last Steam ports. Yeah, though I do yeah. not miss the character designs of those last two parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the rest of it. Yeah, you you trade a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> if I got to make a choice, I guess. 
<laughs> is your new iPad an OLED? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's just the uh, iPad 11 inch. Because yeah. I've got an OLED um, Android tablet, and I can't wait to try out six mm -hmm. with yeah. that. Yeah, like I said, if you got the stylus, it's kind of like I just kind of have it on the stand, and I just like tap, like yeah, go there. Go Did there, they go fix there. the font? Yes, Josh. No, it's the same not. font. It's Why? not. Why won't they fix this font? <laughs> I I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Like fiddling with it on the iPad, it's not as terrible i mean it doesn't look good it, it doesn't look like it does not look like a game font it is readable sure <laughs> you know at least on the ipad I, <sighs> I think some people were complaining about how small it was in terms of like being on the pc which i can totally understand but i've definitely played mini games with worse smaller fonts than this but it, it it's 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 doable it's it's okay <laughs> Yeah, I have a rant about video game fonts. Yeah. Cuz I've I've played several games now where you could tell that whoever play tested it was on a monitor because mm. I I have a 60-inch TV and I still can't see the fonts on some of these games. Mhm. Mm and I do not understand why in the year of our Lord 2021 that the ability to change font size in video games is still not a thing. Because Guardians let you change it. Yep. You, you can change, um, yeah, like dramatically change the size of the font, and it was great. You, you, you did a backtrack not long ago on one of the worst offenders I've ever played, Xenoblade Chronicles X, where... Oh, yes. Like, yes. I, I still remember playing that game where I had to take an ottoman and stick it right in front of the TV screen. I'm like a little kid, you know, like sitting right in front of the TV screen to be able to read that font because it was just completely illegible. <laughs> and, and I know that Anna gave that gave some insight into this because she used to be in the industry, and, and I understand. But, you know, accessibility is still a thing, and if people can't read a font... In, in your game at, at a reasonable distance in a living room situation, then it, it's a problem. Yeah. And I wish more uh, video game developers would be aware of that being a problem because to me, it's as bad as not having subtitles for a hearing impaired person. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't see well. I, I have astigmatism and I have glasses and my glasses can correct as, as much as they can. But there are still certain fonts that I have a problem with. It is, and it's not something that it's not something that should. If you're if you're preparing for it from the beginning, that's not something that should be that hard to do. <laughs> this is something across devices that's pretty well like, hey, we can adjust the size of the font on things. Mm -hmm. Like we ought to be able to figure this out in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. Um. Just, just had to get it, get that in there because you reminded me how pissed off that was making me, uh, and how great it is in games that have that kind of feature, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like oh yeah, God, turn yes. the font as big as I want. Oh God, yes, and, and even if I don't need it that big, I will still make it as big as I can, just so that you know, on on some days when I'm just having trouble seeing, just be, being able to crank it as big as I want to is a godsend. Mm-hmm. Oh. No telling. Well, I mean, like, like you said, like everybody has different 
gaming setups, you know, like you might have a big room where even if you've got a decent sized TV, like, oh, hey, I want to sit on my couch on the other side of this room. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, having the ability to change the font means like I can have a big font if I'm in a big room where there's going to be a lot of space between me and the TV or, you know, like, hey, I can have a smaller, more reasonable font if I'm playing on like a computer monitor. Yeah. I just had to throw that out there. Oh, folks. In February, we're going to get FF6, and then we'll see how they screw that up. <laughs> so I know well, it's well, coming. I, I don't know why. I just know it's coming. Are, aren't we waiting for, you know, what, about a month after the release of FF6, and then we assume they'll announce it for all the consoles? And isn't that what's going to come? Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure. And the consoles have an improved font that's not put back on the other things. Oh, probably. Because <laughs> they want you to buy it again. That's that. That's the that's the the checkbox. Like, hey. Oh, and then we fonts. can have the uh, Pixel Master Enhanced Editions for for sale on PC next year. <laughs> Delightful. Oh man. You you think that's the conspiracy theory that they're waiting to? It's do not a conspiracy. Versions? It's 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 what Square does. Mm-hmm. They will do it this way. It's a matter of when. Uh... I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just at this point, I'm not sure if they would not do console versions just to spite people. No, no, they like money. Oh, Tam's <laughs> right. When are the Pixel Remaster NFTs coming out? Oh God! <laughs> Done. Oh, no, no. Done. All right, let's get into our feedback. Uh, what do we have? Uh, our question um... was: What is your favorite Xmas gaming memory? Right. Mm-hmm. Shaman said one of the most infamous stories in my family is that when we got an N64 in 97 we got Mario Kart 64 with it and the next night my mother stayed up till 4 in the morning playing it that's awesome <laughs> as for me personally I got Ocarina of Time in 98 and my parents were kind enough to let me play it for a week before they sprung Pokemon bread on me we used to get New Year's gifts <laughs> with the story of being they fell out of Santa's sleigh and his sister Nancy New Year picked them up Oh, I want to hear more about Nancy New Year. <laughs> What's Nancy New Year's deal? <laughs> Santa gets a little tipsy, and uh, Nancy's got to come around and take care of things. <laughs> oh, Nancy New Year. Oh, that's wonderful. All right. Uh, Strawberry Eggs writes in, this is more of a birth memory, but since my birth is two weeks before Christmas, I'll count it. I can't think of any stories that actually happened on Christmas. I got a Pokemon Red version as a birthday gift after already loving the franchise via the anime series. I eagerly started it up, but it was so unfamiliar with RPGs, or I was so unfamiliar with RPGs at the time, I couldn't figure out how to leave the player's house. My sister wanted to try it, and I gave her the Game Boy Pocket. Sure enough, she left without any trouble. I guess 12-year-old me couldn't figure out that the rectangle on the door was a floor, or the rectangle on the ground was a floor mat. As for what you do in Pokemon Legends Arceus, I'll reference the original what or the official website. <clears throat> I gotta do this right. <clears throat> As part of the Galaxy Expedition, is this a good Professor Oak? As part of the Galaxy Expedition team, you set out from Jubilife Village to one of the various areas in history to study Pokemon there and ultimately complete the region's first Pokedex. While you don't, while you do need to capture Poke uh, Eclipse, can you not? Open the dev mode on my browser, please. What are you... <laughs> Kitty, stop rolling over the keyboard. 
we got we got a skit going on. Come on. <clears throat> While you do need to capture Pokemon, it's not the only way to complete a particular entry. You have to complete research tasks to increase your progress on a species Pokedex entry. For instance, you have to observe a Pokemon use a particular move multiple times or evolve multiple individuals. Complete enough tasks and your member rank with the Galaxy team increases, giving you access to new areas of Hisui. If you are, you are also tasked with quelling the noble Pokemon that are going berserk. I've got other cats coming into the room to look at me doing this voice. (laughs) Other than attacking them with your own Pokemon, you have to hit them with bombs multiple times to call them down, to calm them down. Yeah, that's right. You're chucking crap at Pokemon to calm them down. I can think of no better way to get calmed down. Presumably, you'll uncover what's making them go berserk, and it'll probably involve Arceus somehow. Oh, wait, that's no longer the reading. That must be uh, (laughs) Strawberry. Cassandra's. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whether there is more more involved remains to be seen, but the main flow of the game involves battle, capturing and observing Pokemon to complete tasks, fill in the Pokedex, gain access to new areas. Personally, I'm looking forward to the game. So yeah, it's they... almost like Pokemon Snap, where you're actually <laughs> yeah. going to have to wait around and observe them doing something. Yeah, you're going to run around, you're going like. to chuck things at Pokemon, and then you're going to catch some and evolve them, and you're going to chuck more things at other Pokemon, and then you're going to do some battles, and you're going to have to fulfill a bunch of tasks that you don't want to do, and then you'll unlock a new area that'll have new Pokemon in it, rinse and repeat, odd infinitum, and maybe it'll feel fun if we're lucky. <laughs> we'll see. Well, well, I will let you know if it's fun. I do have it pre-ordered. It's coming soon, right? Uh, at the end of January. Yeah. I pre-ordered it from the Pokemon store because it comes with an Arceus plush if you pre-order from there. Oh. Arusarus, I think is, is Arusius, I think is how they're saying it. I was watching the uh, Japanese trailer. And you know how I like the Japanese presentations, like um Arusirus. You have to say it right. Yeah, that that that's one way to get me to pre-order is have a plush. I'm a sucker for plushes. Tracer3 wrote in and said, One of my favorite Christmas memories happened back in 92. My dad asked my little brother and if I, and I if we wanted a Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis for Christmas. He then added that if we got a Super Nintendo, we would get one game with the system. But if we got the Sega Genesis, we could get two games. <laughs> we knew the number two was bigger than the number one. So we ended up with a Sega Genesis for Christmas. Tracer, I need to follow up to that story. What two games did you get? Yeah. I mean, if you got like Altered Beast. I guarantee and... one of them was Altered Beast. Oh, we got Altered uh, Beast and Golden Axe. Woo! You know, Happy Altered Christmas. Beast, the game that you could beat in an hour if you know what you're doing. Well, good thing they, they were kids, so they probably didn't. Ugh. <laughs> Now, if you got Sonic 1 and 2, which was a thing back in the day, then you got a pretty good deal. But follow up. I I need to know. (laughs) Yeah, when we finally got our Genesis, it was when they were doing the Sonic 2 bundle. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, ours was the Sonic 1 bundle, and you could send off for a copy of Sonic 2 for free. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one we did. Yeah. You got it. And that that copy of Sonic Two took forever to get here, <laughs> and that was before you could look up tracking. Uh, yep. You kids today, you have it easy. Uh, right. 
Sonic 2 and Ranger X, says Tracer 3. Ranger X. Gotta look up Ranger X now. Yeah, I don't remember that game. Okay, let's look up Ranger X. YouTube. So we're talking Sega Genesis, Ranger X. Well, that's a thing. Ranger X. Mega Play Long Mega Drive Long Play. Oh, look at this. Oh, my is this uh Mayinga X as well? Oh, I have to figure out. Does this have another name elsewhere? Okay, cool. Ranger X. That's a shmuppy, sort of? Yeah. Looks kind of like Turrican. Okay, hmm. cool. Side scrolling running gun. Okay, well that's that's not a bad Ranger deal. Ranger X. I, I I was just concerned because man, the, the Genesis has a lot of turds on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Was the Genesis cheaper than the Super Nintendo? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's my vague memory, but I don't really, you know, I didn't pay attention to that when I was a but kid. But it had blast processing. Uh huh. Did I ever tell you I um for some reason I called Nintendo for some service related thing and one of the at the time they had really good customer service they probably still do but like at the time like the customer service is like really indulging the fact that i'm a kid and i'm asking questions i'm excited about my video games and they sent me a propaganda pamphlet about how the super nintendo was better than the genesis in the mail (laughs) so i just had like this marketing rundown sheet of like how this processor was faster even than the blast processing and then the genesis and and this and that and the other thing all the technical specs that nobody cares about because what game what games do you want to play what games are better like it's just great that they the mailing kids propaganda in the 90s (laughs) oh it was great (laughs) ah well shall we start our news Sure. Yes. Uh, Disney Twisted Wonderland North American release announced. This What's is that? a free to free to play iOS and Android game that is a narrative adventure JRPG where you are going to an academy that is inspired by villains from Disney movies. But but you've got JRPG boys in is this it. Like yeah. the, is this a is this based on like Descendants or something like that? I don't know. I, I got Oh, there's down no gameplay. Hole. Oh, great. Yeah. I got down a rabbit hole looking at this because there's going to be an anime adaptation that's coming to Disney Plus, too. And it looks like be shonen versions of classic Disney villains. Um, They're all humans, even the one that's meant to correspond to Scar. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on here. Um, Malficent is a boy for some reason. So you got they, some they all look like boys to me, but yeah. I know it's hard to tell with some of these Japanese character designs. So I'd love to see. Yeah, the Queen of Hearts descendant looks like a guy too. Though so they're not going I don't know what they're going for. But uh that's weird. Yeah. Apparently I... it's all Japanese voice acting too. Oh, these and names. Her... Oh boy. Oh, the the college has seven dorms. Each dorm is inspired by villains. So that's what's going on. Because it's ah. in an arcane training academy. So you're going to the... So you got sorted into the Scar dorm or whatever. So we have the Heart Slob... Heart dorm from Alice in Wonderland. The Savannah Claw dorm from Lion King. The Octavanel dorm from Little Mermaid. The Scarabia dorm from Aladdin. The... Pomafior, 
Pomfior dorm from Snow White and Stone Dwarfs, the Ignihide dorm from Hercules, and the Diasomnia dorm from Sleeping Beauty. Okay. And this then, is the thing. So, uh, so it's a narrative adventure RPG. So this is like a visual novel, huh? With stats. I guess that's that's the imp- oh, and there's a rhythm game. Yeah. Okay. And turn-based battles. Well, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> From what I can see, this is like stupid popular in Japan. I, I don't know. Listen, if you want to know why I'm really confused. The publisher here is Aniplex. Uh-huh. The anime localizer. <laughs> yeah. What? There's going to be an anime adaptation, too. I assume. Oh, right. Yep. Mm. And the trailer I watched for the anime adapt- adaptation was kind of neat because it was like Black Magic Cat going through all the dorms and meeting all the different characters. Sorry, who's Black Magic Cat? I, I don't know. Is that a character was- from Cats the Musical? I don't know. It was just a black magic cat. Black magic cat. All right, cool. Black magic cat is a small business run by one little... No, that's somebody's actual business. All right. Uh, Don't Google search for black magic cat. It's not anything dirty. It's just completely nonspecific and unhelpful. If you Google Disney Twisted Wonderland, you'll probably find the the news article I found with the trailer for the anime adaptation. That looks kind of neat. Oh, Grimm? Is it grim? Does the black cat have blue flames coming out of its yeah. ears? Okay. Yeah. Serves as you's partner. I bet you're you. Yeah. MC, the prefect, is the protagonist. So your name is you. You're a protagonist. Um. Oh, I'm so confused. Oh, there's other names. This is confusing. Oh, fan wikis. I'm going to close this down, and we're going to move on to the next story. <laughs> Um, Tainted Grail, The Fall of Avalon has been announced. This is a reimagining of Arthurian myths. Yep. There are like three or four games. No, this is out. out. This is already out. Oh. Is like Oh it is? Um well, oh no. No, this is a sequel. Yeah, 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 this is a sequel to a Tainted Grail game. Okay. Are, oh goodness. <laughs> I didn't know these were based on tabletop games. Yeah, who knew? It should have been us. <laughs> But all right. So this is based on the second tabletop game, I guess. I assume. So this um, one's going to be an open world RPG instead of a oh. roguelite de- deck builder. Okay, I don't know what's going on then, but that's that's are there Disney characters? No. Are there fake Disney characters? No. Are there Kingdom Hearts characters? Are there Square Enix NFTs? No. Not okay. yet. All right, cool. <laughs> Kelly, oh, we've got an announcement for tel- Telepath Tactics Liberated. It is a remake of the original Telepath Tactics. Okay. Which is like an iOS game from like 2015. Mm. And kind of looks like it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, okay, cool. And then a, a bundle of stories that we hinted at for Dragon Quest X offline. Um, its Japanese release has been delayed that's a coughing fit <laughs> Kelly dies in the background like I said yeah, we they... can't really talk over it that effectively but like yeah <laughs> sorry I I couldn't hit the mute button in time <laughs> that's okay <laughs> I couldn't hit the mute button before I died 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how suddenly these coughing fits come on. Um, yeah, it's been delayed. And how long has it been delayed? Um, till summer? <clears throat> yeah, till the summer of 2022. And then, then the uh, expansion is going to follow in the fall. I believe it was originally going to be summer. So they've just pushed it back a quarter. And there's like three stories with lots of lots of information about this game that listen, they still won't say if it's going to come out here or not. All I need to know is, is the casino in it? And do I need to speak Japanese to get to the casino? Uh, there is the a casino definitely in it. In it. <laughs> the casino's definitely in it. it. It talks about all the different casino games uh, you can play using tokens and exchanging it for stuff. But I, I don't know about the level of Japanese you need to get to play it, Chris. You need to ask Matt. I thought they were taking the does. casino games out of Dragon Quest games because of gambling rules in Japan or something. No? I uh, maybe I misheard that. This next game looks like a Disgaea art. Oh, we missed one thing. Apparently, oh, okay. um, if you play through to 70 in this version, you can get a scroll of resurrection that will let you play the um, online game. Oh, okay. Well, that definitely will never make it to the West. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, so Nipanichi's new trailer for its new game, Shika... Oh, goodness. Shikabane yeah, good Gurai one. no Bokum, Bokin Meshi. Bokin Meshi. Which translates to eating the corpses as an adventure meal. Hmm. <laughs> which follows a group of adventurers who become stranded in a large dungeon and need to survive using whatever resources they can find, including eating the monsters they defeat. So uh, it's got a new trailer, so you can check that out. It's coming out in Japan later this month, around the same time as Arceus comes out. No word on a Western release. Which seems strange, but yeah, still, I hard to imagine that an NIS game wouldn't come out over here. Oh, here we go with the character names. We have more character trailers from Triangle Strategy, including someone named Frederica Ice Frost. Well, these are not official names yet. These oh. are, you know, like th this is just a Japanese trailer, so it's not. They may be slightly so they're unlocalized they're... as Correct. Ice Frost. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. A I R A E S F R O S T. Like a little on the nose there, don't you think? <laughs> uh, everything in this game, you know, like the game looks good, but yeah, it looks very on the nose with the uh, stuff from the demo. It was whatever it was, the Iron Salt War, I think was what they were calling it. Like most everything in the game seemed very on the nose. Uh, and uh, Severn in the chat says that that character's name is official. Oh, okay. That one's localized. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. I I care more about when the game's coming out, which is not until March. So. We'll yep. It, it it's going to be in this giant glut of stuff coming out in the next, you know, three months. So if you want to see more footage from that game, check out the trailer. It does have gameplay footage in it. So. Mm -hmm. It looks very good. Yeah. God, it looks so pretty. Mm -hmm. PlayStation VR is getting a sequel. Yeah. PlayStation VR 2. Oh, we, wow. Yeah, so they're going to have a wider field of view, 110-degree field of view, higher resolution screen, so um, 2,000 by 2040 per eye resolution. So that's 4K horizontal resolution total. Um, it's going to have 90 and 120 hertz frame rate support. So those are all really good things. Um, mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see how many games can really drive all that properly. Um, probably not too many. 
but uh, still cool. And they've got upgraded controllers that so no more using the move controllers. Now you've got um, kind of the standard circular looking VR controllers that are all about Everybody really intensive now. motion tracking in all directions that uh, you see on all the other uh, VR people. Uh, I honestly had a feeling that the second that I spent money on an Oculus that PlayStation was going to announce something. Yep. You did it. Good job, Kelly. So here's the good part. We still have no release date or price. It was just part of their CES presentation. Yeah. And and this does still have, uh, well, they finally got it down to one cord, but it's still corded. So you've got the, Oh, this one's corded. They have got it down to one cord. It's you. Did you ever play around with the original? No, I heard it was miserable. And then oh god, there were so many cords, Chris. So they were going confused. all over the place, and you had breakout boxes, and <sighs> oh, it was so terrible. Oh right, the breakout box that couldn't do HDR until you got a yes. replacement breakout box or something. Oh my gosh, the headset will not need external cameras, so that's good. Um, so they're using inside-out tracking, and it will only use a single cable to connect. So, like you said, that's awesome. Um, that you still have a cable that sucks, but that does let you get higher resolution and stuff. So that's nice. Um, it'll include eye tracking, headset feedback, and 3D audio. All very good things. So audio will be built in, it looks like. Um, and I know that's not a unique thing here, but um, I've always, I always liked them to see good audio built into the headsets instead of you having to buy separate really good headphones and figure out how to wear both at the same time. You, um. Yeah, eye tracking is yeah, cool. That, headset that is... feedback's cool. Like, unless the headset feedback knocks it off your head. <laughs> <laughs> Surely it's not that aggressive. <laughs> and anyway. then, of course, they announced uh, a new Horizon game for VR for yeah, it. Did they actually Although... show? They showed like this no. tiny little like, hey, look, you look at one of those draft things from the ground. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it looks yeah, it like every been... other VR game that sucks. Like, woo. <laughs> But this one's set in Horizon. Anyway, I, I know there's, you know, VR, PlayStation VR is one of the VR platforms that people seem to be big fans of. So hopefully this one will turn out to be really good as well. It's just, it's hard to get excited about VR right now. Mm. It's easier to get excited about VR than NFTs, though. So I guess we got that. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Broken Ranks is a new MMORPG. It's going live this month, January. Uh, it'll launch on January 25th and you can download it starting on the 18th, man. I guess they're assuming it's going to be a long download. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a uh, Polish, English, Russian, German, French, and Portuguese language support. It's going to be PC only for right now. And, uh, you can get some more details from our article as well as a, uh, watch the trailer. So there's a follow up to the team, uh, white moon games, previous MMORPG, um, the Pride of Tern, T-A-E-R-N. So it draws inspiration from titles like Heroes of Might and Magic and Baldur's Gate. So um, it's a lot of things to... Oh, yeah. Oh, I see that inspiration. This thing looks pretty. I hope it's good. Um, also, it's an MMO, so I don't know how that's going to go. Turn-based isometric combat in an MMO. Yeah, that, 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 that sounded a little weird to me, but... How much is it going to cost? doesn't say oh, yeah um, hmm. registration well i will uh check it out they're gonna port it to ios android and mac os as well so but uh hmm. oh monetization part one premium currency so this looks like a free-to-play 
Ah, uh, yeah, that that makes sense. A little disappointing, but maybe it'll still be good. It looks pretty. All right. The next one is Nobody Saves the World, which um, I feel like this was announced, and I'm like, what is Nobody Saves the World? That looks new. And then I realized, no, I've heard about this plenty. This is the one where you, as a character, assume various shapes while you're going around, including a body builder, a wizard, a knight, a horse with a bow and arrow. Weird stuff going on in this game. This is the new <laughs> game from Drinkbox, who yes. did Guacamelee. Yes. But this one is not a Metroidvania. No. So it's going it to be looks weird. It looks weird. It's going to be 25 bucks. It's coming out on January 18th and it will be on game pass. Oh, cool. So I can just try it out. Yep. Um, it Roy. Looks... Oh, go ahead. No, no, it just looked really good. It was kind of like the, 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 it was the, the cream of the crop for, for this week's uh, limited news. Mm. Yeah. And they got a good pedigree there from the guacamole yes, folks. Yeah. I need uh, to play Guacamelee. You should. Yeah. There's two of them. All right. Royal on those games are really funny. Royal Anapoko Academy has been released in Japan, which has a famous uh composer um who's de- made this developing company, Yuzo Koshiro. Um is that the near guy? I don't know. Who's Koshiro? Um, he did all the Etrian Odyssey music. He's a really famous oh, Genesis the, okay. composer. Okay. Oh. Which 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 Genesis games are we talking? Like uh, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. <laughs> okay, uh, that's what I, that's what I was hoping you were gonna say. <laughs> God, I can't remember it. I, I mean, the dude's. I think he's done a lot of the Ease music. All right, cool. So um, consider me awesome excited, person. except of course this is him as a developer. I don't know. I assume I hope he's doing the music or involved. Uh, anyway, so this is a. Uh, it's out in Japan. So sorry, it's not out here. So that's not as helpful. It's on the Switch. It's a scenario style RPG following adventuring students over the course of three years as they gra- before they graduate the academy. Um, you control a four person party, seamlessly transitioning between exploration and combat. Blah 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 blah. It's an RPG. So go check out the trailers, see if you're interested. Um, unfortunately, I have no idea if we're going to get it. So We probably will. But yeah, we don't know. Uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixelmaster has been pushed to February. I guess it was originally going to come out in January. Um, I, I hadn't been paying atta- attention to Our, it. I think it was, so, it was originally supposed to have come out by the mm-hmm. end of uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And they had to just push well, it out happen. to February. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. All right, so. Like we said, uh, stay tuned to how they'll ruin Final Fantasy VI in February. I should be more excited than this because the four and five, the other Pixel remakes seem like they're pretty good, but I just, I just know they can't do six right. Mostly because <laughs> that's the game. The that's the game for me. That's the one in my memory. That's that perfect game. That mm. no matter what, whenever I see that game again, it will never look right or feel right ever again because that'll be reality crashed into my distorted nostalgia. So, um, please understand when I say that, I, I fully understand that that's a problem with me in my head. <laughs> this will probably turn <laughs> no, out pretty good. <laughs> no, I, I get it too. Six is my favorite game of all time. And he, for, for me, it's like, if they screw up the opera scene, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm already angry at how they, they... They fixed the censoring of the Celeste situation with the guards, and they didn't fix the censoring of, of like, like the last time they did this on the GBA, they, like, fixed one censoring scene and then censored a different scene, and it's like, I don't understand what you're going for or what you're doing. I just, just present it as was, minus any sort of really blatantly offensive stuff that shouldn't exist in media coming out today, but, like, 
this didn't seem to qualify for that. These were villains doing villain things, but maybe I don't understand something. And that's Wait, not what, what we got. Wait, what did they fix and what did they change? Yeah, there was a scene with with uh, they like censored the the guard punching Celeste, or they put that back in, and then the other scene was Gilgamesh punching Terra's mom or taking that out. I forget which direction each one went, okay. but bo- those were the two scenes that got kind of flipped around a bit. Um, yeah. Oh, and they also took changed Son of a Submariner to Son of a Sandworm, and it, that's just terrible. How dare you? Son of a Submariner is a classic line. <laughs> uh, Son of a Sandworm is pretty funny, too. Uh, it's not the I mean, same. <laughs> I mean, as long as Spoonie Bard is intact, I'm okay. Well, that's a different game entirely. So. I, I know that's a different game. And I think that is intact, right? They didn't touch Spoonie Bard, did they? They better not have. I'm coming for you, Square Enix. They usually don't touch Spoonie Bard. <laughs> they took Spoonie Bard out so they could sell it as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally buy the dollar Spoonie Bard coin. <laughs> I, I will invest in Spoonie Bard crypto. <laughs> uh, okay, next. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Super Robot Wars 30 has getting a second DLC this week. So you can check out... Um, oh, actually, this week being a couple weeks ago so it's just out now so go check that out if you're into dlc for that game um watcher chronicles coming out in january on january 18th for about 20 bucks minus a discount um it takes place in purgatory where a group of evil beings known as the watchers attempt to turn it into a new hell and you fight them so yeah one of those games cool (laughs) weird west has got a new delay um is this the, oh, no, you know what? I say this every time we talk about Weird West and whether or not it's related to that tabletop uh, Weird West game, and I'm not going to do that this time. So this is Devolver Digital and Wolf Eye Studios. They've announced a delay for the upcoming Weird West. It's coming out on March 31st now, and uh, it's an immersive sim RPG set in fantastical reimagining of the Wild West. So there you go. River City Girls PS5 version's coming out this month, which is interesting because they just recently announced the sequel, right? So Yeah. All right, so I guess they're upgrading the old one to PS5. It's going to have new DualSense features and activities support with o- owners of PS4 version getting the upgrade for free. Yay, free upgrades. Uh, yeah, check that out. And then Mary Skelter 2 is coming out on PC next week. So um, that's, uh, I guess we'll get to that in the new releases. Uh, oh, re- it- yeah. It does come with the original Mary Skelter Nightmares too, just like the Switch version. Wait, what? Barry Skelter, the PC version of Barry Skelter 2 also comes with Barry Skelter 1. Okay. Oh. But what about the... Uh, so it has... But the wasn't Nightmares 2 games? No. I thought no, there were two games. Oh, are we still waiting for Melter... Oh, we're still waiting for the third game. Oh, goodness. I yeah, can't keep are. up on the Mary Skelters. Okay, so that's not coming it, it just... until... No, wait. The third game did come out. But that's, oh, goodness, that's only on the Switch and not on, okay. All right, Mary Skelter things are happening. Well, want... I just wanted to make sure to point that out because before Mary Skelter Nightmares was a Vita-exclusive game. Right. And it's very expensive. Right. So, Niall, just like on the Switch version, you get both versions on the PC of the, of the first two games with the purchase of the second game. Yes. <laughs> you get both games with the purchase of the second game. <laughs> really, you're buying both games, and they should market yeah. it as such, but whatever. And then 
I assume in the future you'll get that finale game on PC as well, but that ain't happening now. Yeah. Go buy that on Switch if you want to play it. All right. Game called uh, Relayer from Katakawa Games and Clouded Leopard Entertainment coming out uh, March 24th. It's a delay, and this is a mecha game, it looks like. So. Oh, well, it, they, they've also now announced that it's coming out worldwide, so it hadn't been announced for the West before. So it's coming out here as well on the 24th. This is very mecha. Um, it, yeah, it's very Super Robot Wars. It's going it hard Super for that Super Robot look. Wars? I don't think it's tactical. I thought it was tactical. Oh, I can't tell. I keep skipping through the trailer. I don't see, like, tactical stuff. I see some action stuff and some stats. Oh, there. Oh, oh yep, okay. There's grid. Yep, there it is. There's the grid. All right. And it's, it SRW looks like it's inspired. got the over-the-top yep. animations yep. for when they actually attack. So it looked very right. going after Super so, Robot Wars. Super Robot Wars without the anime baggage? It, well, yeah. Different an- <laughs> well, original yeah. anime baggage. There we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's 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 going for like a Super Robot Wars OG title. Tam in the chat says, I will buy this. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I need to change this to the new and all right new release roundup oh are we, no not yet uh now we are in i don't even know what section we're in all right here's early more stuff. access just early access i guess all right <laughs> empire of ember will exit early access on 20 june january 20th, 20th for 25 bucks with a launch discount so get it for less we got a trailer up if you want to check that out so if you've been following it, it's coming out early access soon. Spire of Sorcery is getting story mode into its ongoing early access title, Spire of Sorcery. Um, and you can check that out. first chapter of three, pa- three chapters. Okay. So. Alder Forge is debuting on early access this week, on, uh, or yesterday, actually, January 7th. So if you've been following that, it's out now in early access. So if you want to do a kind of a, pre-release thing and check that out you can do it otherwise keep waiting for the game to actually come out we've got a trailer up for that as well you can check out see what you'd be getting into and we have some editorial stuff lots of editorial stuff all right we got trails oh my gosh the legend of heroes series where to start um (laughs) i'm very confused this doesn't look like a rail to start article this looks like a catch me up on everything article what is this (laughs) It's complicated because oh. it's so huge, you know. There's, well, I mean, there is technically even more to the Legend of Hero series than just Trails. So, like, this goes over, of course, all the newer Trails games and kind of tells you where the good places to start are, but also like gives you a little bit of is an overview. No t- of the... I want a graph that's just the TLDR of where to start. The the TLDR, the easy places to start. It's Cold Steel One. And uh, original trails at you know first chapter. Okay, that's where I figured. But okay. What? No weird PSP trilogy in there anywhere? (laughs) Like I'm going to stay away from Gargev, but I I don't think people should probably play that. But it's there if you're really interested. I didn't know that trilogy even had a name. Gargev. Gargev. Yeah. Gargev. (laughs) Well, well, the problem with that one, you can remember it because it sounds like garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem with those games is that Falcom had nothing to do with the PSP ports of them. Uh, Namco bought the rights to do it and then outsourced it to some like 
third party company that like is not listed in the credits at all. Like no one exactly knows who did it is my understanding. And so the PSP ports are not that great. Like the P the, the PC original, like it has a totally different combat system. And then of course, Namco kind of like completely butchered the lo the English localization to boot. So that that's kind of why those game, those three games live in infamy. Although like I, I, I keep meaning sometime to pull them out because there are supposedly like some uh, like very subtle ties into Trails games. Like there's a couple of things that are referenced in Gargev that are also referenced in Trails that kind of indicate they may be in the same universe. I, I learned something new today. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's uh, like that's one of those where I kind of hope that eventually Falcom or someone will make a better port of those games. Because Namco did not do right by those. Doesn't well, sound like it. When you get done uh, going through the list of old games that you might want to or play for the first time, uh, he, we also have a list of games that coming out in 2022 that everyone's excited for. Um, I'm just going to read this off because I'm excited to think about good games coming up. So <clears throat> here's our list. Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist and the Mysterious Dream. Baldur's Gate 3. The Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D Remake. A Yudin Chronicle 100 Heroes, the new Suikoden-style game. Elden Ring. I think the entire internet's excited for that. Final Fantasy 16. There's no way that's coming out this year. I reject your premise. <laughs> <laughs> Glitched. Um, all right. Yeah, it's one, of Zach, it's one that Zach has picked out. <laughs> cool. Gotham Knights. All right. Oh, this is the one when Batman's dead. Is this an RPG? This is not an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're well. I mean that that one. That that Psy Games has so much money to throw at it. it it'll be interesting to see what comes what out. Happens. Yeah. All right. Horizon Forbidden West. Key Ooh, Locker. Yeah. Um. Mag Maglam Lord. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yep, a new Mario and Rabbids games. Metal Supposed Slug this year. Metal Slug Tactics. Oh, that's right. They did announce yeah. that. I forgot yeah, about that's that. coming next year. It's I'm, this I'm year. looking forward to that. Oh, this year. Yeah. Or this year. That's right. Darn it. Yep. <laughs> Monarch, which looks like a persona inspired thing. Uh isn't that the one that does have like a handful of like the persona? Right. Yeah. Yeah, the early SMT people that worked on it. Right. I think so. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Autosus. Cassandra's excited. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You're skeptical. I'm skeptical, but like I've seen enough to know that there's more than I originally thought going on. Which keep in mind that's a really low bar versus what I thought there was going on. So don't that doesn't mean I think there's a lot going Puzzle Quest 3. Oh no. Sometimes it's okay to just let a failed series stay failed. <laughs> Just re-release the first one again. That's all people care about. Don't try and fix it. All right. RPG Golf Legends. Uh, the only Chemco game everybody's actually excited about. <laughs> well, they didn't make it, right? They're just publishing oh, it. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rune Factory 5. Hopefully that, that, that's coming, right? Sacrifier. Sacrifier. Um, Sea of Stars. Is this a is this a 
Star Ocean type thing? No, maybe. No, I. Okay. The sequel I to the it's... actual golf RPG Sports Story. I, I hope that comes out. I won't be surprised if that's delayed for you know. That's one they will take the time to get right. Kelly's game of the year, twenty twenty two, Star Ocean: The Divine Force. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Can they make a good Star Ocean game again? Can... No. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that may get delayed, Starfield. Starfield. Oh, is this the Bethesda? No, no way. Can't... <laughs> this is in the Final Fantasy 16 camp. Not a not happening. <laughs> Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. This will probably come out. Oh, it's already uh, got did... a date, so yeah, it will. I'm gonna say, did you see who wrote that blurb? Oh, you did. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I say bring on the crap show. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Cruel King and the Great Hero. The Iron Oath. The Legend of Heroes. Trails from Zero. Trails from Zero. What? <laughs> Crossbell Games. Chris. Uh-huh. Crossbell okay, games. the Crossbell. Can we just call don't, it Legend don't... of Heroes Crossbell Saga? Is that <laughs> too much to ask for? Some simplicity in naming? Yes, it's too much to ask for. <laughs> and then finally, Triangle Strategy. Ooh, um, so pretty. Sea of Stars is a sequel to The Messenger, Chris. Or in the same universe. Oh, this was just recent. Okay. I saw something recently on that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. An RPG follow-up to a- your action game that was inspired by Ninja Gaiden and um, games where you flip the universe back and forth. Yeah, I was like tearing my hair out trying to remember what game it was a follow up to, and I kept wanting to say Dead Cells, and it's not it. That wasn't it, so I had to Google it. Interesting. But sea of Stars looks beautiful. Uh, my beautiful wife. Oh, wait, that's condescending. My wife, who is beautiful, I don't know how to phrase it. I'm going to just keep going. My wife put up an article called Backlog in the Year Paul's Pilgrimage, November, December 2021. You can see that in the. The article here and see what she finished up at the end of the year um, and get completely obliterated when you read her final tally of games she finished over the course of the year. Good Lord. <laughs> she completed 50 games total. She started 76. She five hour, five hour ruled 17. She got through 33 Blacklog games or at least played Good 33 gracious. of them. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm I I think her totals don't add up. Actually, I think we I could go talk to her about the math there. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Sam has a similar backlog in the year thing. You can go see her tally and also be ashamed if you're me because it's way higher than I ever get to. I know. <sighs> then we have a impression of LX two, which is a. What is LX2? I don't I forget. You're in a suit with a jetpack. Things happen. Must be an RPG somehow. So, there you go. And we have a Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker review. He liked it. Just like everybody else. That Alex wrote. So you can check that out if you want to read a review. We have a Moon Remix RPG adventure review. Um... Not as good as Final Fantasy fourteen, but still pretty good, it looks like. And we have an Undernaut's Labyrinth of Yomi review. If you're into, like, kind of horror monster game, I guess. I don't know. That didn't do as good. Three out of five, so you'll 
definitely want to read that review to get a sense of if it's going to work out for you or not. Whew. And then we have, what do we got? We got what's coming out next week. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is hitting the PC. Battle Brothers is coming to PS4, 5, Xbox One, and the Series X. And Mary Sculptor 2, of course, coming to PC we talked about earlier. Um, stuff that recently came out that we missed because we were out. It looks like Arcadia Fallen, Demon Gaze Extra, and Justice Chronicles. So if you were waiting for those, you might want to go check into it. Uh, Demon Gaze uh, just dropped on the Switch and PS4. Uh, used to be Vita only, I guess. So Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'm reading Alex's Endwalker review, and I'm amused that one of his negatives is that some textures and graphical elements show their age. Um, R.I.P. Grapes. Yeah, rip the grapes. <laughs> they got, the grapes got derezzed to fix frame rate issues. <laughs> Those poor grapes. I've, that was cracking me up over the winter break. Uh, Grape gate. Grape gate. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us, I think. That's a show? Mm-hmm. Woo! I think so. We zoomed through that, which is good, because I need to take a nap. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yes, th- thank you for taking over, as every time I tried to open my mouth after the coughing fit, it just got worse. <laughs> it got worse. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I want to so, know what you're going to play this week, though. We need a question of the week, too. I don't have one of those. Probably just, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess we just did the list, so tell us what you're excited yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Simple enough. And... I am going to be playing more Astri Ascending. Mm-hmm. I am definitely going to be trying to play more of Final Fantasy V, Pixel Remaster. I'm playing more Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't have confidence that I will be in the current expansion by next week, though. <laughs> Even if I throw my full self into it, I still may not get there. <laughs> so we'll see. No matter no matter what I play, I will have a mouthful of cough drops in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> These taste awful, but are the only thing that has helped. Oh. <laughs> well, let's go take a rest and get some lunch and recoup from our holidays that have obviously been too much for us. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone feel better. I need a vacation from my vacation. Stay yeah. away from the COVID, everyone. Get vaccinated. Stay home. Be healthy. Um, and uh, we'll get through this together. Whew. Until next week, then, we're going to see you 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.